Section three of the Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri, translated by Courtney Langdon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Inferno, Canto three, the gate and vestibule of hell, cowards and neutrals, Acheron. Through me one goes into the town of woe. Through me, one goes into eternal pain. Through me, among the people that are lost. Justice inspired my high exalted maker. I was created by the might divine, the highest wisdom and the primal love. Before me there was naught created save eternal things, and I eternal last. All hope abandon, ye that enter here. These words of gloomy colour I beheld inscribed upon the summit of a gate, whence I, their meaning, teacher, troubles me. And he to me, like one aware, replied, All fearfulness must here be left behind, all forms of cowardice must here be dead. We've reached the place where, as I said to thee, thou'lt see the sad folk who have lost the good, which is the object of the intellect. Then, after he had placed his hand in mine with cheerful face, whence I was comforted, he led me in among the hidden things. There sighs and wails and piercing cries of woe reverberated through the starless air. Hence I at first shed tears of sympathy. Strange languages and frightful forms of speech, words caused by pain, accents of anger, voices both loud and faint, and smiting hands withal, a mighty tumult made which sweeps around forever in that timelessly dark air, as sand is wont whene'er a whirlwind blows. And I, whose head was girt about with horror, said, Teacher, what is this I hear? What folk is this that seems so overwhelmed with woe? And he to me, This wretched kind of life the miserable spirits lead of those who lived with neither infamy nor praise. Commingled are they with that worthless choir of angels who did not rebel, nor yet were true to God, but sided with themselves, the heavens, in order not to be less fair, expelled them, nor doth nether hell receive them, because the bad would get some glory thence. And I, what is it, teacher, grieves them so, it causes them so loudly to lament? I'll tell thee very briefly, he replied. These have no hope of death, and so low down is this unseeing life of theirs, that envious they are of every other destiny. The world allows no fame of them to live. Mercy and justice hold them in contempt. Let us not talk of them, but look and pass. And I, who gazed intently, saw a flag which, whirling, moved so swiftly that to me contemptuous it appeared of all repose. And after it there came so long a line of people that I never would have thought that death so great a number had undone. When some I'd recognized, I saw and knew the shade of him who through his cowardice the great refusal made. I understood immediately, and was assured that this the band of cowards was, who both to God displeasing are, and to his enemies. These wretched souls, who never were alive, were naked, and were sorely spurred to action by means of wasps and hornets that were there. The latter streaked their faces with their blood, which after it had mingled with their tears was at their feet sucked up by loathsome worms. 
when i had given myself to peering further people i saw upon a great stream's bank i therefore said now teacher grant to me that i may know who these are and what law makes them appear so eager to cross over as in this dim light i perceive they are and he to me these things will be made clear to thee as soon as on the dismal strand of acheron we shall have stayed our steps thereat with shame suffused and downcast eyes and fearing lest my talking might annoy him up to the river i abstained from speech behold then coming toward us in a boat an aged man all white with ancient hair who shouted woe to you ye souls depraved give up all hope of ever seeing heaven i come to take you to the other shore into eternal darkness heat and cold and thou that yonder art a living soul withdraw thee from those fellows that are dead but when he saw that i did not withdraw he said by other roads and other ferries shalt thou attain a shore to pass across not here a lighter boat must carry thee to him my leader charon be not vexed thus is it yonder willed where there is power to do whatever is willed so ask no more thereat were quieted the woolly cheeks of that old boatman of the murky swamp who round about his eyes had wheels of flame those spirits though who nude and weary were their colour changed and gnashed their teeth together as soon as they had heard the cruel words they kept blaspheming god and their own parents the human species and the place and time and seed of their conception and their birth then each and all of them drew on together weeping aloud to that accursed shore which waits for every man that fears not god charon the demon with his ember eyes makes beckoning signs to them collects them all and with his oar beats whoso takes his ease even as in autumn leaves detach themselves now one and now another till their branch sees all its stripped off clothing on the ground so one by one the evil seed of adam cast themselves down that river-bank at signals as doth a bird to its recalling lure thus o'er the dusky waves they wend their way and ere they land upon the other side another crowd collects again on this my son the courteous teacher said to me all those that perish in the wrath of god from every country come together here and eager are to pass across the stream because justice divine so spurs them on that what was fear is turned into desire a good soul never goes across from hence if charon therefore findeth fault with thee well canst thou now know what his words imply the darkling plain when this was ended quaked so greatly that the memory of my terror bathes me even now with sweat the tear-stained ground gave forth a wind whence flashed vermilion light which in me overcame all consciousness and down i fell like one whom sleep o'ertakes end of inferno canto three